Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real on the Fly podcast. My name is Heather Frick. And my name is Ashley Newell. And we are coming at you today for our very first podcast episode ever, which is very exciting. I'm super stoked about this. It's been something Ashley and I have been um, throwing around for a couple of months now. And we decided just to get down to it and um, bring some of our real on the fly right to you guys. Yeah. And you'll just bear with us for the first cute few episodes. We don't know what we're doing. We've never recorded podcasts before. So <laughs> we're going to learn and you guys just stick around and I promise we will get better. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. Yes. So we thought that for the first episode, we would tell you guys a little bit about who we are. And um, how we became friends and why we are such good friends and how we kind of started in our later and kind of, I mean, we're not later in life. We're like midlife, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I call it coming of age, right? but late. <laughs> but like just a little later. But maybe I'm 35 and not 19. Right. <laughs> how we started kind of being a little bit more real, a little bit more fearless a little bit more open to um, opportunities and possibilities. Uh, and so we're going to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. The vulnerability. Right. And the authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Um, but first, we were going to give you guys an intro to who we are, just in case you don't know who we are. Um, my name is Ashley Newell. I am a blogger. Um, I switched from being a craft blogger to being a lifestyle blogger. And I write about family and things to do in the area um, and some food items as well. And I have three children and they are five, eight and ten. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to remember. I know. Like, I don't even know <laughs> what their names are half the time. Um, I am married and we live in Northern California and... I work as an editor for a online news website for my town. And I don't know. I enjoy long walks on the beach. And a pina and, colada. Yeah. And drinking wine. I mean, <laughs> what else do you need to and know? caught in the rain. Yes. But, you know, mostly the pina coladas and less. Mostly. In the less rain. rain, more pina coladas. Yes. All right. Well, my name is Heather Frick and I am a blogger. Um, I am the mom of two boys. They are seven and 11 and they often think that they should get free Slurpees because they're seven and 11. I'm, I don't see a flaw in that logic. No, I mean, they, sh they probably should. Although I don't think we've ever actually tried. We should try. Why not? Anyway, I am recently divorced. I'm a single mom. Um, I've been divorced for about a year and a half. And I was an elementary school music teacher for a very long time, 17 years. And then I opened my own business selling clothing. Um, and that kind of really changed my life. And it has to do a lot with um, the things that Ashley and I are talking about. We're going to get to that in a minute. But it really changed my mindset and taught me to be a lot more brave and a lot more authentic in my life. And so... Um, it gave me so many gifts, but right now I have decided to close that business and I am kind of in between things right now, but I'm a podcaster. 
Yeah, we're going to explore new venues. And um, I'm looking to get back into doing music and getting back into kind of serving my local community, which is something that I'm really excited about. So that's me. I can't wait to see what you do next. Oh, you can. Did you say your website? No, I was going to save that for the end. I guess. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, yeah, we'll let you know how to find us at the end. Yeah, don't worry. In the show notes. Yes, obviously. I don't know what show notes are. Um, okay. So I think next... we should have show notes. Okay. That's a thing we have to do. Sure. <laughs> I still don't know what show notes are, you guys. All right. So we were going to talk about how we met because I'm sure you guys are all very curious on the edge of your seat. Right. Well, it's funny because Ashley and I met probably, what, 11, 10, 11 years ago. Um, no. Maybe more than that. Because your oldest son is 11, but we would have gotten married before that. So maybe yeah. maybe it's 13, 14 years ago. 13, 14 years ago. So crazy. It's a long time. It's a very long time. We met through an online wedding group, really. Yeah. It started a as a wedding board. group. A message board. And um, we kind of knew each other because we were in the same local geographic area. We kind of danced around each other. This group would get together in person and also online, kind of more in person when we started to have babies. Yeah. Yeah. Like meeting up and play play dates. Because, you know, when you're the mom of a little one, especially if you stay home or you stay home part-time at the time I was a part-time stay-at-home mom, um, it's hard to make friends and it's hard to fill your days and not go totally crazy. And I think that time of your life is filled with a lot of weird self-doubt. Oh, man. I can't tell you. I I had postpartum depression after my first son and getting out, like, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, like, they don't hand you a manual or anything. Right? They just give you a baby and tell you to go home. And so getting out was really important and like having that online group too like where you're sitting at home and it's kind of like you're connected to the world right right in your pocket right right um and that's the other thing though when once you are out and I think this comes into play with the story of myself and Ashley then you say you're at lunch with all these other moms and all the babies are in the high chair and your baby freaks out and your baby throws his binky on the floor throws something across the table and you suddenly feel like you're being super judged and like there's a whole like weird connotation and like I don't know like that whole vibe is just so so hard it is hard it's really hard so Heather and I didn't find each other for a really long time even though we knew each other we knew of each other we knew each other like I appreciated her humor I appreciated her post and her pictures but we didn't really know each other we weren't friends we were Facebook friends and in life kind of acquaintances for a very long time before we got to be really close yeah and part of that is in life I feel like Oh, man, it's kind of like high school. Yeah. You have the cool kids. Totally. And you want to be one of the cool kids. And so you want to be friends with the ones that are considered the cool kids. And maybe you have overlooked someone who could be really important to you, who could be really special because 
you were so focused on looking at the bright, what you thought was the bright shining star. Yeah. That you ignored all the other people, all the goodness and all the other things you could possibly have gained because you were striving and when I say you, I usually mean me. Um, <laughs> because you're pushing, you want to be like, oh, notice me. Look at me. I'm cool, too. And um, I have since gotten over that, just FYI. But um, I think that's a huge part of why we weren't closer for yeah. a really long time. Well, and in this group of moms, neither of us were like the shot caller. You know, we were just kind of trying to do the best we can and fit in. And like social, um, I don't know, social influence is so weird, right? I mean, who you determine is going to be the shot caller. It's like a mean girls thing, right? Like, uh, I think it's whoever's we were not loudest. <laughs> whoever's the loudest. Whoever's like, me, I'm in charge. Right. That's the person who gets. And then people are like, oh, okay, and you're in charge. like the most aggressive and like uncaring <laughs> that's awful to say sorry but, you um know. <laughs> i don't know how these social dynamics work i just that's know the word i was looking for dynamic <laughs> some people will assert themselves true as yes. the leader right and then you kind of mom yeah you kind of look at yourself like well why am i not the leader was there a vote like could i could i have casted a vote no like they just went ahead and charged forward and took that role themselves. yeah and i think that I think that you'll always find that yeah. in social groups. Yeah, like true. the mom that is willing to just be like, hey, yeah. I'm the one in charge is usually the one in charge. Right. I mean, you have to overthrow them like violently. Right. And I feel like we kind of did a little bit. Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe not in that case, but so years later, like literally years later. Gosh, um, I mean, I think we were fast forwarding to maybe it was this 2003. 15? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Kind of when I started my business, Ashley kind of started getting interested in the clothing that I was selling. And um, she started to shop for me and to become a customer of mine. And through that bond, we kind of came back around to each other. And at that time, like I mentioned before, my life was changing a lot. I was getting ready to go through my divorce. Um, and my philosophy my philosophies and my attitudes about so many things were just changing. And she kind of came back to me and I was like, whoa, like I have known this girl for so long and I never realized what a big heart she has. I never realized how compassionate she is. I never realized how funny she is. I just kind of let her go because I was chasing after all these uh, fitting in with all these other people that I thought were so cool who at the time when I was going through all that emotional stuff turned out really not to be so supportive, you know? Yeah. Well, there's a difference between cool kids and genuine friends. Right. Right. And, and I'm not saying a cool kid can't be a genuine friend. Right. I'm just saying sometimes there's a difference. Like some people can be both and some people can be one and some people can be the other. Right. That's all. Well, and Ashley and I both are, if you know us personally, um, plus size people and we um, love fashion and we love to express ourselves through fashion. 
So that was another thing. The clothing line that I was working with was accessible. And one of the things I still love about it is that it's accessible to women sizes zero through really, what'd you say, 30, 32? Maybe, yeah. So um, for us, that was really important. And we both kind of started to break out of our shelves break out of our shells first with what we were wearing, but then actually yeah, as people. Like, isn't it crazy how a skirt or a top or a pair of pants can change who you are? Like, who you are. And like, how you view your yourself. Core. Yes. Yes. Um, I know. So... Yes, I've always loved the fashion, but when I started to gain the weight, I felt the need to hide myself. And um, I've written about this on my blog. Um, you want to wear, I was wearing black yoga pants and a t-shirt and hoping to fade in the background. Like I was that girl who like, I wouldn't, oh man, this is hard. So, you know, like, <clears throat> new friends new co-workers or your husband would invite you to an event like oh we're all going to the movies do you want to come and I'm like oh god I'm gonna be the only fat person there and like this is real you guys like this is something that actually occurred to me in my head and um being that I was afraid I would be the only round person the only heavy person I would wear black and fade into the background and I wouldn't be as loud or as fun or anything. It was, I was just like, oh, well, I'm going to be, I might be the only round person, but I'm not going to get in the way or anything. Don't worry. You know? And like almost so, excusing yourself. Right. Right. And becoming invisible. I feel like and that's another, that's a, also a mom thing. Like yeah. being round, being a mom, you kind of just put everything else to the forefront. Like even in photos, you push your kids to the front. Right? Look at this. Look at these kids. You're like, put your head right under my chin. Right? <laughs> We've all done that. Yes. <laughs> um, and you try to fade into the background and like, I don't know, I saw Heather in her clothes and her tiger print like like tiger heads <laughs> on printed clothing f a skirt with fruit all over it <laughs> and I was like she's not skinny and she can wear that and maybe I could wear that and maybe I don't have to be in the back anymore and man that changed my life right like something clicked and Oh, gosh, I can't. I don't even know how long I lived trying to fade into the back, you know? Yeah. And um, it's just, it's crazy how a T-shirt, mm -hmm. a T-shirt can just be that little thing that, like, starts to unhinge that door. Yes. Uh, to open it. You yes. Know, to let yourself out and to let yourself be yes. free, you know? And it's feeling a feeling of confidence, a feeling of looking in the mirror and liking what you see. 
I feel like for both of us, that was something that we had never experienced in our life. Oh, man, never. And it's about, I, I often say, like, yeah, it's about clothes. The clothes, I think unhinging is a very way, a very good way to put it. Unhinging the door. It's about the clothes, but it's about really about acceptance of who you are as a person. Because when you can truly accept and love your own self and your own body as you are right now, then you can be real and make connections and forge important relationships in the world. And look how it affected like your family. You have all become so much closer since you've made this kind of change for me. It was a little opposite. <laughs> I was like, all right, Buster, it's time to kick it. Well, I think that's, that's <laughs> finding yourself worse. But that, that's it. Like it was like all of a sudden I knew I couldn't stay. I couldn't be treated anymore like I was being treated. Well, that's probably the way you were treating yourself. Right. And then right. when you decided, wait a minute, I'm not going to treat myself like a second class citizen anymore. Right, right. And now you look around and you're like, wait, well, if I'm not going to treat myself like a second class citizen, then no one else is going to treat me like a second class citizen. I am a person. Right. You know, and like that. Oh, man, like just coming into who you are. And this is what we were talking about with the coming of age. Like, I remember being a teenager and I had no idea. Like, I don't understand how like this whole Lady Bird movie works. <laughs> like, she's, like, probably, what, 18, 19 years old. Yeah. And, like, the, this coming of age. We're not Lady Bird. We're hashtag Lady Grandma Bird. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, um, I don't know. What's an old bird, you guys? Just leave it in the comments. Um, but I feel like... I feel like maybe I skipped a step. Like, yeah. do people really grow up at like 19? I don't think so. I mean, it didn't. I really <sighs> feel like I'm still learning every day. Right. And maybe that's the key. I think that is the key. But I mean, like, just to come into yourself. OK, so I'm 35. I turned 35 um, in December. So I feel like finally... I'm at that point where, like, I'm a grown-up, maybe, yeah. a little bit. Right? You're ready to own that? Yeah. Um, For the longest time, like, you would think, like, oh, when you get married, when you own a house, when you have kids, you feel like a grown-up. Oh, man, no. I just felt lost. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. Right. Um, But, like, over the last few years, like, when I came into myself, when I embraced myself, when I stopped hiding, yeah, then I was like, I'm a grown-up. Like, I have a head on my shoulders. I am who I am. For me, it's a lot about trust, too. Like, I trusted myself. Yeah. I never trusted myself before. Oh, man. Ugh. So many bad decisions were right? made. Right? <laughs> right. So, so many. Ashley and I started kind of developing this amazing friendship. And then we started selling together. And we started sharing our friendship and how it was developing um, with an audience, really. And we were shocked in the best way how people responded to it because people saw Ashley and I, Ashley and I both kind of looked at each other. We're like, well, 
she's not a size two. She's not a spokesmodel, but she is a spokesmodel for someone like me. Yeah. And she is someone I admire and she is someone I want to spend time with and she is someone I want around my family and I want to influence my life. And I think we have a mutual feeling about that with each other. Even though we're very different, we kind of have that, that vibe and I feel like people saw that and they were like, hey, look at them. And it was all people, not just plus size people. There's not a woman in the world. There's a woman with who's a size two who could say, I'm embarrassed to wear clothes because I'm flat chested. Right? Absolutely. So there's not a woman that can't relate to to feeling inadequate, no matter what your body looks like. I think we don't notice that. Right. We look at other women and I think, oh, she's so thin. She's so perfect. She must like dance around like oh look at me I'm so yeah. cute <laughs> like, like Meredith and um Christina on Grey's Anatomy <laughs> I don't watch that show <laughs> well, <you> sorry <laughs> um but you know like we all have our baggage we all have our stuff yeah and I feel like that's that's something we've moved away from yeah as a culture like people I don't know with social media we have we just think everyone lives these perfect lives, right? These little pretty squares, highlight reel, yeah. Um, so I think we're segueing into why we named our podcast "Real on the Fly," and let me tell you guys, this was a struggle. Like we bashed our heads against walls for weeks. There was a lot of names that went around, <laughs> lots of names, like. I can't name countless amounts of names. And at one point we were thought, thinking about calling us the no name podcast. I mean, it was, it was pretty funny. There were good, some good ones, but we really both said, I was like driving around in a parking lot cause I was waiting early for a meeting and I'm like, what about real on the fly? Yes. I mean, and okay. Ashley was like, what? Yeah. Wait, say it again. Yeah. <laughs> so the realness is about, authenticity yeah and like tackling real issues yes i think that's what we'll do here um and on the fly is we are not medical professionals please do not take our (laughs) advice we're not models we just play them on instagram right like don't oh my goodness please don't go down my path because (laughs) it's kind of a train wreck we're all in this together people right so i mean we're here for uh entertainment and friendship we are definitely not life coaches or professionals um and on the fly is referring to like you know like off the cuff like we're doing what we're doing and obviously none of this is scripted um and we just hope that you can enjoy that kind of casualness i guess yeah and that you can participate yourself and feel like you're a part of our real on the fly circle because you are you are absolutely um and i also think we were also throwing around the name uh real on the rise which is from um it's my boy drizzy i I know like (laughs) he's a prophet no um drake um and we also feel like 
real is coming back. Yeah, we absolutely. Took, I don't know where our society took a break from realness. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, all the models on magazines for, oh, decades and decades were like skinny, photoshopped, tall, Christy Brinkley, Glamazon yeah. women who Christy Brinkley is still freaking gorgeous. Like, I, I know. watched Parks and Rec and that woman has not, I mean, she's aged a little, like a little, but like, ugh, I just she's think of stunning. her as the uptown girl. She's, she's still absolutely she's still stunning. the uptown girl in my She brain. still is. Yeah. Like, if you saw a picture of her now, you'd be like, dang, Christy Brinkley. <laughs> Get it, girl? <laughs> um, But, like, I feel like stuff like Christy Brinkley, people like Christy Brinkley, has made it hard for people who are not Barbie-like. Like, right. That woman could, like, step into She's a Barbie example, box. Yeah. And you'd be like, okay, I'll yeah. buy that Barbie. And I feel like we have stepped away from like different sizes different shapes different colors different social economic backgrounds um abilities right different people have different abilities like we are so focused on this perfection this kim kardashian type world right where like you're just tall statuesque and beautiful and yeah you make a living by going to parties. Yeah. Like, that's not life. I no. mean, that's her life. Right. And, you know, it's good work if you can get it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, for us uh, non-celebrities <laughs> where we have to, like, work and and deal with our bodies that are not, you know, we don't have a trainer. We don't have a chef. Yeah. Like, the, the realness... Like, we're not represented. Yeah. Um, and I won't say not, because we're going in that direction. Right. Um, finally. Yeah. Returning. Like, Melissa McCarthy. Like, love her. I love her. She's a babe. Um, you know. But right. she's only the fat friend. Right. Like, I, I'm... I feel like the, the, what's her name? Chrissy. The This Is Us one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But again... She's like Christy Metz. Christy Metz. Yeah, she's the fat sister, right? And I mean, but I, at least it's being talked about, and her the issues that she faces as a plus size woman are being talked about on that show. You know, yeah, which, which I think is, is good. I think I I think it's really good. Like I think that I haven't watched a ton of that show because I don't want to cry my eyelashes. Yeah, it's kind of emo. It's kind of emo. Yeah. A like little, just a little. literally, like I watched a couple episodes, and I was like, "My extensions are all <laughs> going to fall off," and I cannot with you right now, even though Jack the dad is so hot. He's so hot. He's seventies hot. Yes. Yeah. So good. Milo. I, I can't good say beard. his last name. Ventimiglia. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Um. So hot. He was just on Gilmore Girls. I mean, he like I feel like he's Hello. like he's grown up with us, yeah, right? <laughs> now he's dad hot because we're like mom hot. <laughs> it's cool. That's it. Um, but I feel like as a society, for a really long time, we moved away from like realness. We moved like oh Pinterest parties. Yeah, everything had to be Pinterest worthy. Your house had to be Pinterest worthy, and the cover of magazines and who looks like that and. 
over the last few years, I've seen a shift. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think it's happening fast enough. Right. But I do feel like, well, hey, there was a little cute Asian girl in the Star Wars movie. I mean, that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. I'm Asian. I didn't tell you guys that. I don't know if it matters to you. I mean, (laughs) I like it. Hope hopefully you like that too (laughs) um but like so we're moving towards and like she's short and she's not a stick yeah like i feel like asian women like are supposed to look like lucy Liu on television right like very wafy and exotic and stunning yeah stunningly beautiful and like this girl is you know like she's cute yeah she's real cute um but in the movie she's like more of a tomboy so that's like a little different like showing like Maybe there's more than one type of Asian woman in this world. Yeah. Right? Because um, for a long time, that's all you had. You had, like, Lucy Liu and Kelly Hu and... Lisa <sighs> Ling. Yeah. Lisa Ling. Yeah. And they all- Even she's a reporter and the- she still is... All those women... Yeah. I just thought that right Connie now... Chung. All yeah. of those women look remarkably alike. Right? They could be Asian Barbie. Yeah. And now we're tr- finally getting to the point where, like, even... Now Barbie's even stepping out of her box. Like, did you see yesterday they released a bunch of historical Barbies, like Frida? Oh. Yeah. That's and, cool. Um, like unibrow Barbie. She doesn't have, her eyebrows are <laughs> thick, but she doesn't have a unibrow and people are complaining about that. Yeah, she, you gotta pencil that sharp, get your sharpies out. Get your sharpies. Frida would um, not be happy about that. No. That was her thing. That was her thing. And, okay, so I can see both sides of this coin. Like, they still want to make her a Barbie. Yeah. She's still a Barbie. Yeah. She is Frida. Yeah. And I guess she's a Frida-esque Barbie, but she's not like fully Frida. I see. Well. I mean, is that a You got to let your direction? Frida flag fly. <laughs> yes, you you should do that. Here's the thing though, I think is that the basis of Ashley and I's friendship is that I believe in her and she believes in me. And through that belief, we have become better people. I feel like we've become more beautiful outside and inside because the inside shows through the outside when you have that kind of confidence and self-acceptance. And I think that is something that's so important. I know what she's done for me. And I feel like, like I said, that's kind of a mutual thing for us. And I feel like it's so important for us to share that with other people and to feel like we can do that for you and for anyone who's listening to this. So we're not only going to talk about body positivity and self-love, although that's like a big part of it, but we're going to talk about all of the things that are real on the fly. Yeah. Right? Yes. All the realness. We're so excited. We about are. it. Oh, I should tell you. About, tell me. I, well, I was should tell them. <laughs> I think you already know. Okay. Um, so we went to uh, a festival together called Sacramento Burger Battle. Yes, we did. We live in, uh, we live near Sacramento. We all, I don't know. Um, <laughs> don't stalk us. Just, I know. Let's just, leave it at that. We, we live it's in fine. that area. Anyway, we went to the Burger Battle. 916. And, <laughs> and, Okay, so it had been a stressful week, <laughs> and maybe we partook. It in... was an open bar. I mean, we just can leave it at that. We made friends with the cider guy. 
I mean, he was a nice guy. He should be everyone's friend. I'm and just saying. so should we. Yes. Especially if you're pouring <laughs> tall ciders. Yeah, especially if you're pouring cider. Then, you know, and if you're looking cute. for friends. He was cute. Hit us up. Anyhow, <clears throat> so we were having fun and feeling good. <laughs> and um, please drink responsibly. Um, Don't drink and drive, kids. Yeah. <laughs> I took a lift, okay? Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, so we... So we ha- I have a group of friends, um, and they run an Instagram called Sack Foodies. At Sack Shout Foodies. out to Sack Foodies. Follow them. Yes, they're amazing. And they are pretty young. Yeah. Um, they're guys and, and girls, but and only... Yeah, they're in their early 20s. Only the girls were there that night. And they <clears throat> said... Um, so they were hanging out with us that night, and they were like, oh, you guys are so funny. Um, and maybe we weren't super funny in this episode. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I did cry earlier, so that was that was fun. You're gonna laugh and you're gonna cry and you're gonna do all of the feelings. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. we are. Yeah, because we know. do that like all the time. Yeah. Oh, that's life. You just laugh and you cry <laughs> and muddle through. Um. So, you know, I had mentioned to them. I saw them again in January, and I was like, they were they said something like oh do you remember that night with you and your friend heather you guys were so funny and i had said oh yeah we think that we should have our own tv show like i've always thought that we should have our own tv show i think that that would be hilarious however um we can't make that happen amazingly i I mean not yet we might get there if usher hears this you never know what's gonna happen you don't like we could be discovered like the (laughs) beebs who knows Anyway, um, it was actually their idea. The Sack Foodies were like, oh, well, you guys should start a podcast. Yeah. And we would listen to it. It's the same thing, right? It's close. We're getting there. I mean, maybe eventually we will videotape as we sit here and then you could watch us on the YouTube. On the YouTube. But, you know, it's our first one. So I did not set up a camera this first time. No. You know, just in case we... A little stressful. I mean, it's not. It's fine. We're just talking to you. We're like our best friend. You are. And so maybe eventually. Like, let me know if you want to see that. Yeah. And if you guys have anything that you want us to talk about, we have a list of topics for our first couple episodes that I'm actually really excited to delve into some really interesting stuff. But if you have an idea for us, um, shoot us an email. Do we have an email address yet? Um, we don't have an email address. We're gonna get one. Uh, yes, we will. <laughs> we actually don't have real like, on the a fly website. at gmail dot com. Okay, <laughs> Is well, it taken? don't tell people that because <laughs> if that's taken, that might be Drake's email. <laughs> you might be emailing Drake. Um, Drake is gonna be like, I only love my bed and my mama. That's what, <laughs> that's true. Don't that's how he feels. About the real on the fly podcast. Um. You know, Drake is the Prince of Canada. I mean, duh. Obviously. But I yeah. I freaking love him. I do too. I do too. Though there's one thing that I'm like kind of on the fence with Drake about, and it is why do you have to be in feuds with people? Like, does that make you cooler if you're in a feud? Should we like find a podcast and be in a feud with them? Oh. Yeah. Be love, Drake. I Don't know, be Drake. in a feud. But Drake is always in a feud. I mean, Maybe we need a feuder. 
I no, I'm saying maybe we just pick two people off the street and when we tell and them we're like we're, we're fighting you, Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Swift and Katy Perry. Remember their feud? They had a feud. Yeah, a really bad one. I'm just saying, like that's that's a weird trend. Well, one segment that Ashley and I discussed kind of putting on the website is like putting something out there. Um talking to your microphone. Oh. I'm talking into the microphone. Putting something out there that we like, you know how some, some people say if you speak it, it will come. So maybe we should put it out there that we want Drake to be a guest on our podcast. Um, yeah, <laughs> we would love that. If you know Drake. If you know him. If you're connected. If you're his cousin, maybe. Maybe. I mean, we, we could get a third microphone for that. I mean, we don't have a third microphone. Also, there's a rule in our studio. There's no mic dropping. We only have two microphones. Yeah. If you break your microphone, then <laughs> you'll have to shout from the background. We think we're going to get a dollar store microphone for the dropping. Yes. Mm-hmm. For the proverbial dropping. Mic did drop. I say that right? Yes. I don't even know. You did. Um, anyway, we love you guys and we appreciate you listening. And this is just going to get better. But we are excited. Yes. So to keep in touch with us, um, I blog at www.ashleynewell.me. That's my website. Um, you can find me on Instagram at ashleynewell.me and Heather. I have a website for my blog. It is www.doyouknowheatherfrick.com. And you can find me on Instagram under the same handle at doyouknowheatherfrick.com. And now that you're listening, I mean, I'm fairly certain you do know me. So follow and I'll follow you back. I mean... Now we're all friends, right? We're all friends. And there will be a real on the fly Instagram and website and all the things coming soon. We're going to make all the things. And probably a group where we can chat. Yeah. We're going to make a Facebook group. And it's going to be amazing. We have a lot of plans. Yes. Lots of plans. Lots of things coming. So stay tuned. And thank you for listening. And we love you. And in the meantime, make sure you keep it real Real on on the the fly. fly. (laughs) 